Lock us in. Load us in. Pop in that A-track. Spin the tape. Here we go. everyone, welcome back to a special episode of the Star Wars Time Show, and you may be asking yourself, why is it so fucking special, Matt? And why do you always have to fucking swear? I don't know, it just happens when I put my headphones on, and I see a pop screen in front of my face, the explicitives just start flying out of my mouth. But in all seriousness, this is a special episode of the SWTS, because... Do, 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 do. It is our pre-Star Wars Celebration 2019 Comfest. That's right, people. We're going to lay down the law of the land. This is going to be my fourth celebration, so I kind of think of myself as somewhat of a Jedi Master when it comes to navigating a Star Wars Celebration. Went way back during Star Wars Celebration 2 and 3. Took some time off because, you know, quite frankly, the prequels did a number on my heart and soul. But I got back into it with Star Wars 2017 when uh, TLJ was being promoted down to Orlando. Uh, So we're here to kind of talk about what to expect, how to prepare, panels you should possibly look into and put on your app, or hopefully you've already entered the lotteries for the big ones. And then at the end, we're just going to go over a few things that we expect to learn, see, hear, touch, feel. You never know what to show. And then a few things we would like to see, maybe uh, things that kind of lie in the fanboy type of area. Um, all right, so before we get into it, Nick, you know, you this is going to be your first celebration. So as we said offline... I am going to be your Qui-Gon Jinn to your Obi-Wan Kenobi at the show. Almost. I would almost consider myself a true youngling here, you know. Okay, so almost like a Yoda yeah. to a youngling in the, um, in the, know, the Jedi Wars. Temple. Yeah, yeah. you know. Gotcha. It, okay. All right. it, it's, it's, it's one of those things where I'm, I go in and I know that I am a Star Wars faithful diehard and that nothing here is really going to, like, surprise me. You know, there's a lot of great announcements. There's a lot of great content here, but I'm not going in to like see the light and like realize Star Wars is amazing. I'm a I'm a tried and true fan. So so youngling maybe a little too much. Maybe Padawan is more on it, but definitely to the celebration. You still have experience. your braid. You yes. at least still have your braid in. Right? Yeah, you're not you're not uh you haven't had the braid cut. Exactly. Yeah. So I I go in. A full-fledged Star Wars diehard fan, but I also go in as a complete newbie to the celebration experience, to everything that goes around it, and to what you have described to me is the madness of the celebration. Oh, it, it's it is it's going to be nutty. I, I really I'm liking what we've seen from this Chicago celebration so far. Uh, I know Reed Pop's still kind of managing it, and they're the ones that, in my opinion, really fucked up the Orlando show, especially with the panels. But, Nick, I honestly think their plan with the, the lotteries for the mega panels and the, the, the light speed reservation system, if the technology holds up, okay, that is a huge disclaimer, people. I mean, it, just look what happened last week if you're an MCU fan trying to buy fucking Endgame tickets. Yeah. Sometimes people don't quite plan for what geeks can do to technology when something awesome is coming out within their geekdom. So I, I hope they've got the servers 
beefed up. I hope they got the gasoline and the generators because I have a feeling there's going to be, shit, I'm guessing 50 to 80,000 people per day tapping that system because a lot of the show now is going to be managed through the app. So what I want to get into is just kind of, you know, for Nick, for those of you who have never been, or for those of you that are going and you may be just too damn lazy to read what you should be reading. I am a psycho. I'm very anal retentive, you may say, and I've studied the FAQ. I've studied the, studied the panel FAQ, the, the reservation system. So, so I think I've become somewhat of an expert. So a few things that you may want to write down that you should definitely do before you head out to Chicago for celebration. So first and foremost, activate those damn badges. If you got a badge, it's got a QR code in the back. You can activate it whenever. If you have the app downloaded, which is number two, download the Star Wars mobile app. It actually seems like it's going to be pretty helpful. You can res- not res- well. You will be able to reserve panels on April 11th, which is the first day of the show, starting at 10 a.m. Central through the app. So again, you want your app downloaded and you want your badge activated because a lot of the reservations you'll be doing for the Galaxy and Twin Sun stages. Those are the ones where you can use the new light speed line reservation system. You'll do that through the app. So if you get your badge and you activate it and you sync it up to your app, you'll have access Thursday morning to start getting your reservations in and hopefully you'll get them. Because trust me, people, they will go quick. The panels at these things always sell out faster than anything else. Uh, that's I'm glad we're doing the lottery. I think the lottery for the mega panels is probably the most fair and humane way to do it, Nick, because that shit at Orlando where they're forcing people to sleep on concrete and basically cattle queues for 15 plus hours was just insane to me. It it, it prevented people from me from even trying for the mega panels. And there are some poor bastards that waited the whole time and still didn't get into the big panels. Yeah, when you told me about that experience, I was pretty apprehensive i was like holy fuck if celebration is like that maybe it's better that i just enjoy it while watching live streams and getting the news you know from the star wars website or from other sources but like now that we have a legitimate system in place that allows everybody not just the completely clinically insane to get into or at least have a chance to get in these We panels. love you insane people though i mean yeah. uh, we're, we're basically that's a term of endearment i i, I am a a wuss. There's no way you're getting my dead ass to lay on concrete for 10 plus hours. Yeah, agreed. So I'm, no I'm way. glad that this new system is in place. Yeah, so is everyone going to get in? No. I mean, it's it's a lottery. And, and again, this lottery is closed. So if you missed it, that sucks for you. But th- these are the lotteries for the morning celebration stage shows the mega shows so friday that's going to be your episode 9 panel saturday that's going to be your galaxy's edge panel sunday it's the mandalorian panel monday it is the phantom menace 20th anniversary panel all right so again activate the badge get it into the app hopefully you've applied for the lotteries that closed on uh, april 8th if not too bad The other panel lotteries, and again, these are only going to be for shows taking place on the Galaxy and Twin Sun stages after those stages are done being used to live stream the Mega Morning panels I just talked about. So you'll be able to start reserving those specific panels Thursday morning, 10 a.m. Central. I highly recommend logging in and trying to get some of the panels you may want to see on those two stages. 
all other panels. Okay, so if they're on the celebration stage after the mega morning panel, the lottery panels, no reservations, wide open, first come, first serve, as long as there's seats, you can get in. Kind of nice. They basically said they're not clearing the arena after the mega panels every morning. So you could technically, if you get in the mega panel, you can motherfucking camp out in that thing all day and see every show that's going to play on the celebration stage. So after the mega panel's done and it's done streaming to Galaxy and Twin Sun, again, those will have reservations through the app. It's called the Light Speed Line. Essentially, it looks like it's a think of like Fast Pass, I think, Nick, is what they're going to do yep. where. You reserve, you kind of get in the light speed, you're in line, you're pretty much guaranteed to get in as long as you show up 15 minutes beforehand. Those panels will also have a standby queue, though. So if you don't have a mobile a smartphone for some reason or you missed a reservation, you may still have a chance to get in. So that's nice, too. But every other stage outside of those three, the panels or the events going on, like the podcast stage, the family stage... Uh, there's a bunch of random stages out there. Those will be wide open, so you just need to look and see if there's a panel you're interested going in on one of those and probably show up maybe 30 minutes before just to get in line. Uh, So those are things you kind of want to pre-do. But I I do recommend, after you activate your badge, get the app installed. The app has a panel button, Nick. Yes, I've seen it. Forget the icon. I mean, I think it has like a microphone, It's a microphone, yeah. Uh, You know, us podcasters are very uh, familiar with that icon. So if you click on the the microphone, you can go through day by day. And then right now, I mean, we're filming this before the 11th. Right now, you can click add to schedule for a lot of these panels that are on here. And then that way, you get notified about them. Yep, and that's I, I recommend, just like Nick said, the, the panels are in there, and again, it, it's basically you're just building your little to-do list or your event calendar. It's not like you're, you're not registering doing this, but you can go each day, the 11th through the 15th, scroll through the panels, and just put add the calendar, remind me 10, 20, 30, 60 out. Um, I think it's a great way to at least line up potential panels to see. You're probably not going to get to see everyone. Some do overlap. But this way, at least you're not going to be farting around, running around the convention center, looking where to go, looking what's there to do. You, you can kind of build out your day, and if you get in lines early enough, if you get lucky on some of the lotteries, if you use the light speed uh, queuing system, you may get to do everything you want to do, which would be a feat in and of itself at a Star Wars celebration, my friend, because in Orlando, out of the three or four days I was there, I got one fucking panel. It was Ray Park. I mean, at least I got that. That was it. Didn't oh, I got did, one other one, and that's just because Disney Disney PR actually hooked me up for the Rebels panel, which was fantastic because yeah. I got to do the panel with uh, preferred seating, and then I got to do an actual press huddle for the first time where the voice actors for Rebels were you know, up at a table, and then you had the, the, the press corps, the media, all sitting there with their cameras and mics just asking questions. So that was pretty neat. And, and maybe that'll happen again. I, I haven't heard from Disney yet, so probably not going to happen. Uh, last time I had all this stuff kind of ironed up before I went there. I'm guessing it's because uh, between 2017 EB and 2019 EB, our unique followers went down quite a bit. So maybe I'm not getting that special bump. But hey, still got media. We're going to be there. All right, Nick. So. We've got our apps installed. We've got our badges activated. Uh, I would also recommend reading the entrance FAQ. Uh, There's a very specific entrance that you're going to want to go to for the show floor. I believe if you're taking an Uber or a rideshare, 
they're going to want you to be dropped off around exit or entrance 40. Um, and I would also recommend, my friends, unless you ponied up and did Jedi VIP because you can get into the show hall 30 minutes before everyone else, absolutely do not go to the convention right when it starts. Okay, I think every day except Thursday, the convention opens at 10. Highly recommend unless you've got something to do, you got something you want to see right at 10.30 or 11. Do not, Nick, do not try to get there early. I would recommend, honestly, maybe trickle in around 11.30 noon if you can. Is that uh, to avoid the absolute mad rush? Oh, (laughs) yeah, yeah, the the rush to get in because, I mean, I've read it. They're like, no one's fucking getting in until 10. We're not even letting people line up to get in until four hours before 10 a.m. So no sleeping could, over again. Exactly. No, they they said do not plan on sleeping over to get in on you know the first day Thursday. You won't. You you can only queue four hours early. Key word there. They're expecting people to queue four hours early, and people will queue four hours early. So like I said, the show floor, the exhibition hall, it's going to be what it is every day. You're not going to miss anything. Uh, the, unless they're going to be giving out something to the first ten thousand people. I really see no reason to ever be there at 10 a.m. unless you have a panel, a meeting, or something that you have to be there. So what I'm trying to say, the show floor isn't going to go anywhere. You're not going to miss anything if you're not the first one through the doors. If you want to save yourself some stress and anxiety, I'd probably show up minimum an hour late, if not an hour and a half, two hours, if you can afford it. Clearly, if you're only going one day, you fucking maximize that yeah. badge. Yeah. I'm talking for the five dayers, people are going to have some time. Spread it out. Because if you're not getting into a lot of these panels, the show floor gets old within about an hour or two. Yeah. And, and that's one thing that you made sure to point out to me. You were like, look... You know, I know we're going to be there working because we are. We're going to be there working like Matt already has the work schedule built out, the casts and everything. We're going to be there working Nick up in his hotel room (laughs) for the first two days. Basically. Yeah. I mean, we are we are going to be a content mill for the first couple of days of celebration, making sure that we get out all of the stuff around the panels, the announcements, the trailers, the you know, the reveals as soon as we can. So, you know, some people may be like, oh, it's really cool. You guys are going to be there. You might be able to go to the episode nine panel. Heads up. If we don't win that lottery, we're in yeah, our we hotel go. room looking at a right. YouTube screen, watching the panel and waiting for the And trailer. honestly, I'm, gl- I'm glad Nick brought that up. That's a- another piece of advice. I'm being dead serious. If-, if you don't get the episode nine, the Mando panel, the Galaxy's Edge, the, the-, the mega ones, the mega lottery panels, and you don't even get the, the kind of carry over streaming rooms there is in my my in my opinion unless and i'm sure they fixed the screen but i still recommend if you don't get the side streaming rooms or the main celebration stage for episode nine specifically stay home watch the stream on you know your your device your tablets your phones your your desktop it's just it's not worth it uh, in 2017, I had the, the mindset of, hey, I didn't get in the panel, but I still want to be there to watch the trailer for the first time with fans, right? Because, I mean, it sounds like a fun thing to do, right, Nick? Yeah, it does. It sounds the, like a The first experience. ever TLJ look, I wanted to see it with other fans. Okay, 
So I roll over there. First off, it's a clusterfuck to get in because, again, whatever was going on at the Orlando celebration, it was just a disaster from start to finish in terms of logistics, panels, this, that, and the other thing. So by the time I got in, I almost missed it. I missed the beginning of the panel. The sound system on the main show floor was so fucked up, you couldn't hear shit. It was all echoey, so I couldn't even hear what that, you know, Mark was saying, Daisy, John, nothing. And then, you know, again, when the trailer started, couldn't hear shit. There's a fucking life-size TIE fighter in the middle of the show floor. <laughs> I couldn't see through that. So while it was neat to be around people and you could literally feel the buzz, you could feel the force coming off of other people. It wasn't worth it in the end because I had to walk outside to watch the trailer on my phone about 10 times just to figure out what the fuck it was because I couldn't see shit on the show floor. So again, for these big reveal panels, or really any panel that you want to see every second of it and be able to process process it, hear it, see it clearly, you may just want to check back to your hotel and, and watch the stream if you didn't get in. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's gonna be. I, us. I know it's weird. I know it sounds like an oxymoron. Like, hey, I'm fucking here. I want to watch it here. Okay, they just don't really make it easy to watch these things unless you got into the panel or these side streaming stages. Yeah, so it could all be fixed. It could all be fixed. I'm gonna try to scout things out Thursday. Uh, I get in, I think afternoon. I'm gonna try to roll through the the show floor just to get a feel for it. See how they're checking badges. See what it's looking like. Uh, and if I see that they fixed the setup, I may change my tune a bit. But still, because Nick and I are going to have to get right to work, unless I get in, we'll be watching it from our hotel room. Yeah. Especially the episode nine shit, because I, do not, I don't want to miss a fucking thing. Yeah. Because I think it could be a double dip. I mean, I think it could be title in the face, trailer in the face, like back to back, like a boo, 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 boo. And we're going to be coming at you as soon as it comes out. Like we're, we're talking yep. about getting content out literally minutes, hopefully yes. after this trailer, trailer stills uh, trailer breakdowns. If we get one and then we're going to do a cast breaking down the trailer again, because a video breakdown isn't enough because we both got to break it down at the same time. It can't just be one of us. Um, so that's going to be our plan for the, all the main shows. I mean, Mando Sunday, uh, hopefully we get some of the Clone Wars stuff Sunday. Well, we are. I think there's a Clone Wars panel at 3.30. So, Nick, that's that's kind of my little preamble, things to look out for, things to do before you get there. By all means, try to do as much as you can uh, preparatory-wise before you get to Chicago. Get the app in. Get your panels picked out. Kind of roadmap it out. There's maps you can download of the show floor so you can kind of figure out where things are. This is the stuff I worry about. It's odd. I can already tell I'm probably not going to have a relaxing weekend. Yeah, uh, I'm probably going to make it way more stressful than it should be, and I'm going to have to check myself. So if that happens, Nick, just start feeding me some beer. Because <laughs> once I get some beer in me, then it's very easy for me to walk away doing work that I know could wait till another day. I may have to that's one bring a camel yeah. back with me filled with beer just to, exactly. on, on tap at all times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like like an IV, like a baby bottle. Like, here you go, little Matty boy. Here you go. It just just get me drunk, and I'll, I'll definitely cancel all work duties we have left for any day. So. <laughs> all right, so the, the next thing we kind of wanted to go through, just some of the panels each day that, that we're recommending. I mean, I, I kind of went through them all. Obviously, it's going to be through my lens, so there's going to be panels that deal with toys, collecting, that type of stuff. Um, we're not going to go through and explain what they are. We're just going to kind of run through a list of panels 
that you may want to try to get to if you can. So starting Friday, I didn't even list Thursday panels. To me, Thursday's like the early Comic-Con day. You just kind of go in, soak it in, get a feel for the venue, rock and roll. So Friday, clearly we just talked about it. The biggest panel of the show, in my opinion, going down Friday, and that is going to be the Star Wars Episode Nine panel. 100%. Yeah, I mean, can't miss that. If you can't get if in, can't get we just in. explain Yeah, we just explain what to do. Yeah, so make sure you watch it no matter what. Spill over stage. If the floor is set up fine, then watch it there. If not, I highly recommend, we both highly recommend watching it via a streaming device because if you're there and you can't see it, you're missing out. You're at the pan, like you're at this, you know, celebration. But if you don't see the episode nine panel, what's the point, right? Yeah, it's, that's it's the- gonna be stupid. And really, even if you're at the show floor, you probably won't be able to stream it anyways because there's gonna be so much fucking cell coverage going on. I know they said that they're gonna provide Wi-Fi. Good fucking luck. Yeah, that's gonna get so bogged down. That that shit's gonna be so jacked. I mean, all the IPs are gonna be dealed out within ten minutes. I, I again, they could surprise me. I in technology, I just highly doubt that anything's going to be functioning within the show floor halls. <laughs> uh, all right, so other one I think looked interesting on Friday: Star Wars collectibles update with Lucasfilm's Brian Merton. So I mean, he's going to talk about props and like the high end type of collectibles. Obviously, I'm a huge collector. I'm in that type of stuff. Might get some new toy reveals. Might get some new stuff yeah. to photograph for the top five. Yeah, no, Never know. There you go. Because Nick likes breaking directive. Anyways, <laughs> I think it worked out because we got to talk about some more people in our last show, which, by the way, you should check out. We dropped it today. We talk about Ryan Johnson. He's still doing his trilogy. Uh, we've seen some of your comments. Some people don't like him. Hey, that's great. Uh, but, yeah, check it out. We, we, we also talk about some toys and awesome Star Wars artists. Uh, next one I, I would be interested in on Friday, Nick. Vader Immortal, Star Wars VR series. I believe this is the one coming out for the standalone Oculus unit, right? Yes, yes. This was a, this was announced about two months ago, and it looks like a, a Vader game that we can be interested in. We talked a lot oh, last yeah. cast about totally. like wanting to see Vader as the powerful Sith Lord that he is. This game is probably going to give us the It's the Oculus. Is it called the Oculus Go? Yeah, I think so. It's not Oculus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oculus Go. Yep. It's not Rift. I mean, the, the Rift I is think like the, whole, the wired. Yeah. Right. I think the whole partnership between Star Wars and this game and Oculus was almost to boost units or maybe launch it with a Go. I don't even know if the Go's out. I like VR. I've kind of fallen off. I mean, it's just something you, you kind of float in and out of. It's nothing I look forward to playing all the time, but Star Wars VR, if it's anything like that ILM X Lab Secret of the Empire they have down at the uh the Void in uh, Disney Springs, sign me the fuck up. 100%. Especially if I can do it from home, I will buy an Oculus Go just for that. Uh next up, and this is just I am a huge fan of pretty much anything Lego, but animated Star Wars Lego. I'm all over it. So there's a panel called 20 Years of Lego Star Wars Story, a retrospective and forward look. We actually talked about this not too long ago on our own cast. We brought up the the long-standing relationship between Star Wars and Lego and how that has basically proved to the world that, that Lego is more than just a property for building toys and stuff like that for little kids. Lego was introduced as a way for fans of certain franchises uh, you know that span across geekdom to enjoy 
that fandom in a new way. And that's shown through the Lego Star Wars video games and also through now the Lego movies. Oh, dude. I mean, I literally just got done watching for the 50th time an episode of the Freemaker Adventures. Freemaker Adventures, perfect. Charlie loves the Freemaker Adventures. And I, I highly recommend any Star Wars fan to watch Freemaker Adventures. They're, they're fucking fantastic. They're funny. Uh, that's why I like the Lego Star Wars stuff. I also recommend the Lego Star Wars Yoda Chronicles and the Lego Star Wars Droid Tales. Fan-fucking-tastic entertainment, people. It, they just they make fun of the franchise in, in a Lego way. You know how the Lego games kind of make fun of the characters of the franchise? They do it there. They're little 22, 23-minute episodes. They tell overarching stories. They're just fun. So that's why I'm interested in that. Next one, big fucking surprise, Star Wars Hasbro. Okay, Hasbro, <laughs> they're the people that make the Black Series line that I collect and take figures of. You know, we, we talk about other toy photographers. A lot of the people we're discussing are using Hasbro Star Wars figures. Uh, speaking of Hasbro, Nick, I guess I can make this announcement. You can. You know, I, I still don't believe it myself, and I'm not doing this to, to be funny or joke around. I legitimately, this is just the type of person I am. And IG has really, really, really made me question my hobby and if I have any skills in it. It's a me problem. I appreciate all of you that leave nice comments. Nick says a lot of nice things. My family. I, sometimes I feel like I'm an Eeyore with this stuff, but I'm telling you people. I put out work that, that I feel is decent enough to put out. I put some time into it. And sometimes IG just like gives me the double bird. Like, but, fuck you. But you, you know suck. what doesn't matter? Instagram doesn't matter. What matters is this news <laughs> you're about to drop right now. Okay, all right. Let's get to all the right, positive so, part of this, my friend. <laughs> the PR person didn't reply to me after I. Uh, this was my initial reply to her was like, wow, question mark. Exclamation point! Seriously, like, are you on drugs? Basically, what I was implying, and she never replied. So that's why I still feel like you know maybe it's not real. Oh my god! Or she's just like, all right, I'm I'm done dealing with this idiot. But uh, if you've been listening to the cast and you've been returning, which hopefully you are, that means we're doing something right. If you're not, you're not hearing this anyways, and we suck. So it is what it is. But I have been talking about how I was challenged by a PR outfit that works with Hasbro to recreate some Luke Skywalker scenes from the, what, five movies he's been in. Yep. I told you I went nuts. Took thirty-three went, over 33 pictures that you posted. Right. I, I took 3,000 raw snaps, whittled that down to 33. I wanted to edit and then shared three, 33 shots within about six days' time on Instagram using the Hasbro toy pick hashtag. Uh, Dana came back to me and was like, hey, uh, we Hasbro, they like five of your 33, so if you send me the full-res versions and you sign a release, you, you'll make it into the kind of the final round to decide if you're going to make Star Wars Celebration Hasbro booth or if you're going to show up on Hasbro.com, Hasbro Pulse, so on and so forth. So, you know, I was like, well, shit, they picked five? I mean, I did 33, they picked five of them. I mean, I didn't think they'd pick any, so that was good. So today, I get an email from the PR person, and lo and behold, let me read, I'll actually read it for you. Let me pull it up here, even though she never replied, so <laughs> I don't believe her. But she says, hi Matt, just wanted to send a quick note that you can expect to see all of the images you share with us featured within Hasbro's booth at Celebration. Congrats, smiley face, Rock and roll, motherfucker. 
I added that <laughs> last part. So, Nick. 100%. If she's not lying, we're going to be able to see some of my imagery at Star Wars Celebration. And that, in and of itself, is an achievement for the Star Wars time a- Achievement. That is, I mean, not for the Star Wars time gang. Yes, we're a team here, but this is a Haywood Pop achievement. This is a Haywood Pop validation moment. You're getting it from the people themselves. You dedicated so much of your time to Star Wars photography, and now from from the people who make the toys themselves, Hasbro, they have said... It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's pretty cool. All five of your shots are going to be at fucking Celebration. On the last cast, yeah. we were like, if you get one, that'd be great. And you got right. all of them. I mean, this is... I, that's yeah. why I, I just... I don't believe her. I feel like she sent it to the wrong man. <laughs> or, or maybe she thought, I, you know, I, maybe I sent the wrong shots. Maybe I sent shots that we've been featuring on Star Wars Time Show. <laughs> I don't but, know, but... I mean, I'm I'm gonna look Thursday if I get over there. If I see it, I may faint. I, mean, I told Matt, I was like, look, if we get there and, and your shots are there, we need to t- you need to take pictures or we need to take pictures. Oh no, I said shots. we're like gonna, we're gonna hug and kiss in front of it, <laughs> make out, you know, maybe put Nick on my shoulders and do some stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll be posing for him. I, I just I I don't even know what it's gonna be. I mean, if if I got five shots in, what did some of the the, the mega dudes like work more or less or Black Series or Swit Picks? I mean, those guys literally get figures sent to them from Hasbro. They're so damn good. So how many they get in? Hey, maybe you I mean, start getting that kind of treatment now. You never know. That'd be nice. It'd save me a few bucks because <laughs> every year I, I typically these days, especially with the hot toys addiction uh, kicking up, I'm, I'm typically spending upwards of 2500 a year. So, yeah, that'd be nice. But anyways, if if you're at Celebration and this is real, again, I'm I, I'm not going to believe it till I see it. There are going to be five shots that I believe would say Haywood Pop, at Haywood Pop somewhere on there at the Hasbro booth at Celebration on the show floor from yours truly. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Now I feel weird because I don't like any attention. I don't <laughs> like feeling like I did anything good. This is just the way I live life. Remember, half glass empty. Yeah. Half glass empty. All right, so. Back to panels on Friday that you should get to. But, I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm definitely going to try to get to that Hasbro one because typically you get to see some of the new figures they're working on. Uh, maybe never before seen. You never know. Um, this one, again, I'm a collector. So weird, wild, and whimsical Star Wars collectibles. Like some far-out shit. So I think that could be neat. That could be fun. That, a lot of old This one toys. for you um, you book people or you Thrawn lovers. Uh, Timothy Zahn's going to have a panel. That's good. I, I definitely yeah. Try. So yeah. Star Wars author spotlight Timothy's on that. That definitely could be pretty dope. Uh, Friday. This is all still Friday, people. And again, these are just ones that I would go to if they weren't stacked or you know I wasn't going to be working. These are ones I think were interesting. There's plenty others. I mean, they've got Star Wars origami, Star Wars uh, paper art, uh, literally how to make Star Wars shit out of vegetables, like carving <laughs> vegetables into characters. I'm not kidding. Next one, ILM presents making Solo. I'm a big film buff. I love behind-the-scenes shit. I, I love watching cinema and how it is made, so that could be fun. Uh, Lego Star Wars animation panel with Bill Motts and Bob Roth. This is moving on to Saturday now, so we just talked about it. Yes, Lego anything, I'd check out if we can do it. Uh, Star Wars prototypes and unreleased toys. Those are other things I like as a collector. I mean, sometimes unreleased toys are some of the most coveted because they didn't release or they are just prototypes um 
there's a the, the Boba Fett from 77. A few got out to the wild with the firing rocket pack, and they had to recall it because people were blowing their eyes out with it. <laughs> so now, now that Boba Fett, I believe, is, I mean, it's going to be ridiculous, the range I'm going to give you. But I think people, obviously, that love that stuff and collect are willing to, to spend, I believe, 1000 to 10000 for this Boba Fett. Wow. Depending on condition. So that's kind of what I envision at this show. Like, it, Yes, he released, but he was recalled. But just stuff that n- never made it out into the wild. Yep, yep. Uh, so that could be fun. Next up on Saturday, this is another one I'd like to try to, if schedule permits, because I love the show, Star Wars Rebels Remembered. I think that would be dope. Yeah. Just being there with other Rebels fans, kind of reminisce on the four seasons, the excellent end to the fourth season that, that went down last spring. That'd be fine. Here's the big one to me on Saturday, the one I'm looking forward to the most the galaxy-wide premiere of star wars jedi fallen order it's finally time for us to find out where triple a star wars video games are going boy there was like a little teaser image so this is we're we're recording on the 9th april 9th there was a little teaser image slash like gif released today like a teaser and even with that, it was literally just a still image. It was it was right. looked fantastic, but people it definitely had. Did it not have that that Jedi outcast Jedi Knight it, game feel to it? It did. It did. I mean, like this gritty kind of feeling to the image itself, and I think there was like a lightsaber that was almost like yeah. Shit, you know, I mean, it looked fantastic. I, I, I forget it. What were the the Kyle Katarn ones? Was he Jedi Outcast? Yeah, he was. He was Jedi. Yeah, Knight, I believe Jedi it was Jedi Outcast. Outcast. Yes. like it's literally. It almost looks just like that poster. Obviously, it's not a busted hilt, but this is a game being developed by Respawn, published by EA. Uh, it's supposed to follow the story of a Padawan that escaped Order sixty six, and it's basic. Its mantra, its motto is, I believe, "Don't stand out." Yeah, that's what it was. Uh, so we're, we're going to get our first look of it, I would I would imagine. I mean, this thing was announced a year or two ago at E3, and we really haven't gotten dick from it. Uh, no story-wise outside of the, the basic synopsis. So I'm excited for this one. And this is one of those panels, people. It's going to be on the celebration stage at 1130, or I'm sorry, 130 on Saturday. You don't need a reservation. So if you get the Galaxy's Edge panel, which we're going to talk about next, or I'm just talking about right now, that's the money morning lottery panel on Celebration Stage. If you get that and don't leave your seat, you can roll right into the Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, and I feel like, um, I almost feel like the, the Jedi, given, you know, we don't know what's going to come of this Galaxy's Edge panel, I would almost say that Jedi Fallen Order should probably be the spotlight I would have thought so, too. I would have thought so, too. And we were talking about that offline, so... The, the big money panel of Saturday is bringing Star Wars Galaxy's Edge to life at Disney Parks. I don't, I just, uh, that was the advanced lottery. I mean, that, again, that, that they've put that panel on the same pedestal as Episode Nine and the Mandalorian panel. Very interesting. Move. I, I just, I don't know. So we were talking offline. I mean, are they going to give everyone a free day? At Galaxy's Edge, like, what could be the draw here? I, I mean, is is a Millennium Falcon going to descend from the ceiling? <laughs> I, I don't know. I just... I'm, a, I'm all about Galaxy's Edge. I, I saw the, the framing of it when I was just at Universal a few weeks ago. I'm all in, 100%. I think it's going to be probably one of the greatest things I ever experienced in life. I just question what the fuck could they be doing to justify this being the money panel for Saturday? Very good question. And we'll find out. So, you know, hedge your bets on that one. But 
there's a good chance, depending on what Nick and I are, are up to or how things are shaking out, I may try to squeeze my fat ass into the Jedi Fallen Order live. Uh, because you're not going to need a reservation. As long as there's seats in, in the um, celebration stage, you should be able to see this one. Uh, okay, so up next, Marvel Comics presents Star Wars. I think that'd be fucking a blast, especially for people like Nick and I that uh, appreciate what Marvel's doing with the comics and building out some of this expanded lore, but we're just too fucking lazy and dumb to read them. Yeah. <laughs> so catching up that way could be a pretty a pretty solid yeah. solid. Panel. This one, another one could be neat. Uh, for gamers a star wars let's play oh man and from what i read nick they're gonna have people like sam witwer there you know voices oh yeah i'm a huge fan of sam witwer yeah so i think they're gonna have star wars actors at least yeah Yeah, personalities that's a better way to to describe it playing old star Wars. like some of the games they listed are you know super star wars snes super empire strikes back so that could be a yeah, I mean, Whitware, Whitware is a streamer. Like, he streams on Twitch. If you follow him, you know he plays not only Star Wars games, but a lot of other stuff, too. So, I mean, having somebody like him who's... I mean, he's know, also a star killer. I, I just want to see him play yeah. Force Unleashed. Yeah, that would be Like, I want to see him play Force Unleashed. And it's like, mouth off the lines yeah, as they're I mean, coming. That'd be, that'd be pretty neat. <laughs> oh, man. I, I just remember that dude started on fucking Smallville as Doomsday. Yeah. That's the first time I remember seeing uh, Sam act. And I really think he's... He's on. He's doing Supergirl right now, kind of a recurring role on whatever season three, season four they're in. I have to so. keep up with that, but I was a huge fan of him and Being Human on Sci-Fi. Um, yeah, he just. I, I like the guy. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I love his Maul. I mean, he voiced Maul oh, in yeah. Solo. He, he 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 brought Maul back to life in the Clone Wars and then Rebels. Yeah. So it'd be fun. Like these are. That's a panel where like you're worn out and you may just want to sit down and kind of enjoy yourself. That, that that's what I see a Star Wars Let's Play. Hundred um, percent. Next up, we have. Oh, <laughs> I would put this on here. Star Wars: The The Force of Funko. Uh, two years ago, I would have killed people to get into this. This time around, hey, if there's open seats, I may roll in because sometimes they give out like an exclusive or a or a pin or something. Uh, but you'd be talking all things Star Wars Funko. I mean, clearly, I had quite the obsession. Yeah. Uh, up next, the toys that made us Star Wars Part Two. Are, are, are you guys getting kind of a theme with Matt's a panel lot of, recommendations? A lot here? of collectibles and toys and <laughs> it's, it's unreleased like the, the, toys. <laughs> yeah, anything related to lore or toys. Yep. Yeah, that's basically where, where I'm at. Uh, up next, we have and this again. This is going to be the last one I have recommend for Saturday panels. Star Wars tourism, visiting the galaxy far, far away on Earth. And I just think that's neat. It's basically going to be a panel on, hey, if you go to the Redwoods in California, this is where Endor was. If you go to Tunisia, this is where the Lars Homestead was. So, yeah, I think that'd be kind of neat if you're someone that likes to get out there, travel, and you love Star Wars and want to be on some of those real-world sets. Absolutely. Sunday, the big one here, obviously, and, and to me, this is the... Fuck, I don't... Yeah, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and put Mando in the two-spot. So, one-spot, Episode nine panel, Mando, two-spot, Fallen Order, three-spot, The Clone Wars, four-spot. Yeah. Anyways, the Mando stream on Sunday, that's going to be your your money panel celebration stage, advanced lottery deal. I think we're going to... I think they're going to have Homeboy there. I think Gina will be there. Uh, Pedro's. Pedro, yeah. Uh, Pedro Pascal. Gina is going to be there. Uh, I think Taika is going to be there because I really think Taika is IG88. Yep. 
Yeah. Uh, Favreau will probably be there. And I'm hoping I know we're going to get a trailer. I think that's a foregone conclusion. I'm hoping we also get a reveal, like a cameo reveal or like a mega character, like Dangar fucking. Yeah. We, we get a shot of the Dangar. Boba Fett. Or, or, or Boba. Yeah. The, like you that. know, you, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Exactly. You, you know, we're, you know, we're going to get the trailer. I want more than that. I want like, even in the, tra- even if it's just in the trailer. Oh shit. There's toilet paper head. Oh, <laughs> there's, there's Boba. Oh, Zuckus, Forlom, you know, let's do it. So that's the big one Sunday. Next one, another interesting thing. This kind of plays into toys again and photography, but the man who shot Luke Skywalker. And apparently this is a panel about the guy that did product photography for Kenner and Hasbro, or Kenner, I believe, from 78 to 2000. So he's the guy that would shoot all the old Star Wars action figures for product shots. That could be interesting. Right up your fucking alley. (laughs) Yeah, you know? Right. So this next one, I think, would be right up Nick's alley because I know he's a pretty big fan of this guy, but Alan Tydek's going to have his own panel. Yeah, I mean, I'm a huge fan of his from, obviously, from Rogue One playing K2SO, but also from Firefly and Yeah, Firefly is where most people really looped into him. But he's just a great geek. You know, he's kind of like a Fillion guy where, you know, they're pretty famous and done some cool shit, but they seem down to earth. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so I think that could be interesting. Uh, next up on Sunday, ILM model shop building a galaxy. Again, filmmaking, making the miniatures, you know, how the, the really all the old movies were miniature sets. I mean, I would like some insight into that. And, and obviously they're still using that technique today, even when we can do big budget VFX. Yeah. Here's the other big one, number four for me, Nick. Arguably, it could go up higher, but we we know the Clone Wars universe has been out before. This is a return. Mando's brand new. That's why, to me, it's up there in the two spot. But the Clo- Star Wars, the Clone Wars sneak peek. That's going down Sunday, I believe, at 3.30. Uh, that's not going to be a reservation-required panel. You're just going to have to try to get in. I, I think that one's going to be packed. Yeah, that's going to be heavily packed because we know how yeah. much this community wants Clone Wars back. And knowing that we're going to get a sneak peek, it says it right there. You're going to see footage from the brand new season of Clone Wars that's coming in Disney+. Plus. This is definitely going to be a heavily, heavily packed yeah, panel. Yeah, so uh, that may be a, you might be better off at your hotel type of deal, but might might give it a try. Next up, and I do recommend going to this if you can get in, but Anthony Daniels' droidography. Uh, the guy is a great MC. Uh, he hosted one of the first panels I've ever seen in my life when I went to Star Wars Celebration 2 in Indy. Uh, He wears his fantastic gold sequin jacket. I mean, it's just, it really is like hanging out with C-3PO. I mean, clearly he sounds just like him. He acts like him because he's been him for so long. I mean, I I don't think you can really even separate Daniels and C-3PO anymore. No. Uh, they're one the same. That's why I'd love to see him go Rampo in Episode Nine. <laughs> Give him some action. I mean, if you think about C three PO, literally hasn't done shit. The entire every movie he's in, he does nothing but whine, complain, and tell tell everyone else how fucked they are. Yeah. Now it's think time about for it. him to get his hands dirty. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's why I think I know people laugh at it, but I think a Rampo moment would be awesome for the characters. Just to see him fucking pick up a blaster and just start shredding people. Every <laughs> droid we've met has saved the day. At least once, yeah. At least once. I mean, when we're talking about R2, I mean, he basically saves the day in every movie he's in. BB-8 is doing the same thing. Uh, Bucket. 
Oh uh, man, Chopper. I can't believe I'm forget. Yeah, Chopper. I mean, I love. I still love Chopper. Whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. And that was Filoni the the entire time. It's hilarious that he did that. So good. All right, so Monday, and and this is going to be for honestly. I know Nick is probably a little bummed he didn't get the full weekend passes and this, that, and the other thing. But I, I think Monday, hopefully you guys aren't flying out early, I think Monday is going to be the best day to, to go. Because yeah. I, I think I think it's going to be near dead. Again, it's a Monday. You'll, you'll have already have had four, four show days. I think a lot of people are going to be leaving Sunday night like I am. So I think Monday is going to be pretty wide open. But the, the money panel that day is the Star Wars Phantom Menace 20th. Say what you want about the prequels and TPM. I still think that'd be a pretty fucking special panel to go to. I think you're going to get a lot of the cast come back. I think it's going to be fun to reminisce. And I, I still have it in, in the queue. It's going to get done. I think at this point I'm just going to save it for the actual 20th anniversary, which is coming up May 19, I believe. I contend that TPM is... the the best prequel number one prequel out of all of them like like if you just take it for what it is and what it tried to achieve and what it gave star wars universe as a whole tpm pretty fucking strong contender for actually adding some good lore to the franchise but trust me you'll get that treat someday in video and full-on cast form and it will definitely upset a few of you but (laughs) I'm probably going to revise it because I wrote it back when I was still in my prequel troll mentality. I, I really, one of these last few casts, you know, I kind of had this moment, you know, I'm going to stop that. I'm never going to stop making fun of the prequels, but I'm going to stop really hammering on it and calling people stupid for liking it because I was doing the same shit that all these idiots are doing for TLJ. It's just it's just dumb. Yeah. And no, I'm not some SJW. I mean, I'm a, I'm a fucking caveman type of man, trust me. I wipe my ass, I smell it, I touch my balls and smell it, I pick earwax. You know, I'm a tough guy. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> but TPM, I'm not kidding. I do believe it's the best prequel. So I think that 20th anniversary will be fun. Up next, the art and craft of video game writing. Dude, that's something it's, that like I've been interested in for such a long time. Yeah. Like video uh, so games again, let's, was, was, was one of those things that like was a passion for me, and my love for Star Wars led me into video games. One of the first like hardcore games I've played was KOTOR and then the Jedi Knight series. So seeing how these power players in Star Wars video game writing do what they do and, and build the lore and the galaxies and the universes that they do, super interesting. And that's not the only one, dude. They're going to have, really throughout the, the week, there are panels of that nature in terms of uh, writing s- stories in Star Wars, video game writing, this, that, and the other thing. So if, if you people are in that type of stuff trying to get a career going, uh, definitely look for those panels. Uh, what else we got underneath that one? Uh, obviously, we are going to be interested in this. I mean, we're huge fans of the series, but Star Wars Resistance Season 2 sneak peek. That is top notch. Yeah, I'll be gone, so I'll hopefully be live streaming it. I don't know if Nick will still be there, but definitely recommend trying to get in that one. Uh, next up, this is another one. This man is awesome, MC. He's great to see uh, work the stage, talk to guests, interview people, but short stories with Warwick Davis, highly recommend. He emceed the Ray Park uh, panel I was at the last time. I mean, the dude really 
nails MC responsibilities. He's just great. I mean, he's a, you got to think that this guy's been involved with Star Wars since he's a little kid. Yeah, he he played uh, an Ewok in in Episode right. Six. So I mean, he's been there his whole life. It's very interesting. And he's pretty much had a role in most Star Wars projects since. Yeah, I mean, he he did voice work in Rebels last season. Even in Solo, uh, he, you know, he was in Solo. I mean, got FaceTime. He's in TPM. I mean, he's all over the place. So. Do recommend going to see him. He, he is fun to listen to. And then finally, if you are staying, you're, you're sleeping over Monday night, coming home Tuesday, you might as well go to the Celebration Chicago closing ceremonies. Yeah. So, so that, those are our kind of, or Matt's yeah. with Nick's approval, recommended panels for Friday through Monday. Uh, definitely not going to be able to see them all, but I don't those know are the if ones that, like every any human would be able to see all of them. Like that takes no. There's no yeah. way. I mean, some of them even overlap too. So. Yeah. So I mean, like the, the amount of dedication that somebody would have to go into to see all of these panels, and like you said, some of them overlap. But like to see as many panels as possible just takes so much energy, and you have to go to celebration with the mind of like this is not a vacation. This is a you know a chore. This is a task. I want to intake as much information as possible. That's a ton of panels we just laid out. I'm figuring that while we are there, we may be able to see like three, four each. Um, but, you know. If, I, if we're lucky. I mean, honestly, if we're lucky. Yeah. So we, we to have to see how things you. play out. But, hey, people, there, there's going to be plenty to do. I mean, th- these are just like panels. There's always shit going on for families to do, arts and crafts, uh, sword training. Uh, there, there's going to be stuff around the town. Trust me, Chicago knows what's coming. Chicago businesses know what's coming. There's going to be so much Star Wars-themed shit to do around town outside of the convention center that if you can't do a lot of this stuff or you didn't even get a pass, you're still going to be with your Star Wars brothers and sisters en masse. Yeah. It's going to so be... Enjoy it. I, I, I'm, I'm someone that's really going to have to remind himself to enjoy it because <laughs> I'm a nut. I understand Star Wars Time is a new site, a new podcast. It's not like we have thousands of fans clamoring to hear what we have to say about this shit. But, and I've been doing this for nine years with Entertainment Buddha and now this, I have a fire within me that cannot be put out with this type of shit. When we get any type of new stuff like like this, like a trailer for Star Wars, I will not be able to rest or function until I get my opinion out into the internet. I, I know that two people may listen to it. It does not <laughs> matter. I am driven like no one else when it comes to trying to get recognize with this shit matt so, is he's a true definition of a content creator as in it's not has to create content it's not a it's choice <laughs> it's absolutely nuts uh, i mean bet- between entertainment buddha and now this site i think in in nine years i've put out close to sixteen thousand pieces of just written content that doesn't include all the fucking videos and shit i put up on youtube youtube i probably uploaded thousands and thousands of videos i mean not I hardly have any subscribers. I actually, I love this. I put out a Shazam review last week. I always do video reviews when I can. I got a comment and said, wow, your reviews are nice, short and to the point. It's a shame you don't have more subscribers. Maybe you should start asking people to like your videos and stuff. Oh. I, was like, I was like, bro, I, thank you. I, 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 I agree. I, or I, would stop. I, I think I've gotten okay at this type of stuff with my delivery, but no one gives a shit. Point being, 
I'm going to need Nick. I'm going to need my wife, my kid to sometimes maybe check me because there's a chance for hours on end during celebration. I'm going to want to lock myself in a room until we get the content out. Yeah. Yeah. So and we'll keep a, not, I, I'm not going to do it. We're, we're going to have a good time. Keep I mean, an eye on Nick Matt's well being. We're, we're going to be, we're going to be drinking, doing whatever when we're doing this content. It's not going to be all rigid bullshit, but Friday's going to be busy. Saturday's going to be busy. We'll figure it out. But we are going to party. We are going to have fun. We will be walking the show floor. And by the way, if my hat lady isn't bullshitting me, we should have some custom hats there. Uh, so maybe you'll see us. They're going to be black fitted hats. You'll see SWT on the front and then our StarWarsTime.net on the back. So hopefully those show up. Because, you know, Nick and I invest a little bit of money into those. Yeah. And they're fucking awesome hats. I mean, they are, I'm not going to lie. We don't fuck around. These aren't bullshit foam trucker, you know, <laughs> one, uh, snapback bullshit. These are flex fit, pimp dog, stitched hats. They look very nice. Type, type of hats you'd be spending upwards of $30 at retail for. Beautiful. All right. So as we kind of wind this thing down, buddy, a few things that we uh, want or expect to see. So clearly Friday... We are expecting episode nine title and trailer. Title. I, I don't think. Yeah. Be clear. Title and trailer. I don't think, you right. know, some people out there are like, yeah, we'll get the trailer. Title and trailer. Like, we should have gotten a title already. I, I know. So that's why I could see them maybe blowing that wad Thursday. Yeah. But I, I do believe Friday, I mean, that, that that's it. Episode nine title and trailer. We want to see it. We need to see it. We are going to see it. I agree. That's going to happen. Mando trailer, another one. I expect to see it. I want to see it. We will see it. Yeah. The part- now, in terms of are, are we going to get other character reveals, those are more wants versus expectations. Yeah, I was going to say, part two of this one is the the character reveals is going to be interesting because uh, like I'm in the assumption or I'm assuming that we're not going to see Pedro Pascal playing somebody we know. Like This is going to be a new character. So getting a name to put to the face, getting a name for Gina Carano's character, and maybe getting a little bit of backstory, not not enough to spoil the show, but just to say, here's who these people are, here's why they're important to the Star Wars universe, and why you should care about them, and why you should watch this show. So stuff like that would be good for Mando. Yeah, so... We're going to get a trailer, but like we said, we, 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 we hope, we want to get some of that other stuff. Fallen Order trailer and gameplay, that's a four-gallon yeah, conclusion. Yeah, that's a given. I think the only want we could get from that is possibly if the main character is given a name that maybe is familiar. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean... I, I know they're going to make I, – I, I think they are just going to leave it as Padawan so the, the, the player assumes the role. Yeah, it could be. But, I mean, quite frankly, Kanan fits perfect. I would like to see – like, I, I do enjoy – That games. wasn't his name either, by no, the way. K- his name K- was K- K- Caleb Doom. Yeah. Uh, I'm, but I, I think it's going to be a, a non, non-named non character. I think the, the lead's going to be just you. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I like games like that, but, like, for lore and, and like, you know – universe building purposes i want to see a named character it could be somebody that we've never heard of but like putting a name to that character and then letting that lore build um i think would be beneficial instead of just having it be like matt haywood padawan surviving in a galaxy trying to kill him but 
We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I'm. I, I am with you. I, I would I would rather it add lore versus just me make up my own little story. But I, I think that's probably where it's going to go. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't really. Uh, what do we want to see? Well, I, I want to see a an exact release date. I want to see a demo drop. Like if it's right. possible. Like if they say, hey, there you go. That's a good one. Week after celebration, like we wrap up on Monday, Wednesday, PS4, Xbox One, PC demo available. That would be dope. Yeah, um, obviously, Resistance Season Two. If they're doing a special or a, a special look, you're probably going to see some of that. So maybe maybe we get some clips of what Kaz and, and Team Fireball are doing on the Colossus. Or are we going to see them still in hyperspace? Are we going to get some action? Are we going to see Tam in her First Order uniform? So that's the type of stuff I want out of that. Yep, Clone Wars then, trailer. Yeah, well. of course. Yeah, Clone Wars trailer as well. I want to see where we're picking up with Clone Wars because we know where we left off. It was a very odd end point. If you don't include, you know, we have the the Netflix uh, season that comes after and then where we leave off with Clone Wars was in a very odd spot. So I want to see where they're going to pick it up and exactly how we're moving forward with the story now. Yeah, so hook it up. Let, let's not see what we saw before what are we getting? Are we going to see Ahsoka? You know, what's Anakin's uh, mind frame at? So I, I, I'm super excited for the Clone Wars. I've said this before, back when we were on the EB network, the Clone Wars to me is end all be all in terms of prequel lore. Uh, just look to that stuff over the live action movies. If you want justification for Anakin's turn, I think they build it perfectly. They show, Yes, he's got an edge to him, but they also show how much the Order fucked with that guy. They fucked with him incessantly because they never truly could trust him from the get-go. I mean, they, outside of Qui-Gon, no one wanted that motherfucker, and that's how they treat him. And that's what ultimately leads to him, obviously, being able to be easily convinced that the Jedi are the bad guys. But we don't really get that in the live-action films, so on and so forth. Wow, wow, wow. Bring on more Clone Wars so we can get more awesome Anakin. 100%. That's what I call him. Clone Wars Anakin is awesome Anakin. Live action Anakin is whiny Anakin. <laughs> okay. All right. Resistance, I said that'd be great. Let's see some of that. Uh, these are kind of reaches for me, Nick. I, I, I doubt we get any of this stuff. Yeah. So the... But, yeah. I, go ahead. Oh, well, yeah. The the concrete details on the, on the got boys, the got bros... DB uh, and uh, David, their series, we want to know something about it. Like we've been speculating for the last two weeks. Could it be Old Republic? Old Republic is a hot commodity. It's a free and open landscape. Are DB and David going to be jumping into that area? And then also any kind of information on Ryan's series. We talked about it last week. Is Ryan's series going to be completely disconnected from the Skywalkers altogether? It could be in a different galaxy. It could be so far away in a time direction that Skywalkers are almost forgotten. But we want to know some sort of concrete details around these two properties. Yeah, so hook us up, people. Come on. Bring Ryan in so some people can throw tomatoes at him and get it out of their system. This is funny. I've I've done a Ryan post last week and this week, and definitely a little vitriol on on Instagram. It's like, whoa. Yeah. Hey, now. All right. Have at it. And then uh, I think the last one I have here, and we really haven't heard shit about this since the announcement, but, you know, 
maybe at the the Mando panel or something, maybe we get a, a nod to the Cassian series. Yeah, I mean that was pretty much stealth dropped during you know one of those uh, periods of time where Disney was just giving us tons of information about Disney Plus Star Wars content. We get a drop that. Mando's coming, yes, but we also get a live-action Cassian Andor prequel series that's going to be about a young Cassian, and it's going to ha- it's going to star Diego Luna. He's coming back as the character. Since then, we've heard essentially nothing about that series. Um, it's it's going to be released after Mando, so they're putting a lot of focus on the Mandalorian because it's going to come first. But still, we want to know. Give us any kind of information about this. You know, who is going to be present? Are they going to, is K2, we're going to get the meeting with K2. Are we going to see his time pre joining the, the, uh, I mean, Tidex going to be at the show. So, yeah. So it's going to be really kind of cool to see, uh, if we get anything around this show, because this is a very, very intriguing new property that we've heard almost nothing about. Yeah. So, I mean, that's it, people. Hopefully it was somewhat organized, and, you know, we kind of started with things you should look out for, things to kind of checklist off before you get there. Then we ran through, you know, just kind of how to navigate things, get your maps, figure out the app, panels for Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, the ones that we would go to if we could go to them all, and, of course, what we expect and want to see. So, like I said, hopefully you got some value out of that. We're going to be there, I mean, Thursday. I'm, I'm going Thursday to Sunday. Nick's going to be in town Thursday through Monday. Monday. Yep. We're, we're going to be around. Uh, hopefully, like I said, we're going to have our hats on. Come look for us. If you find us, maybe we'll even sling you one if we have a hat on our person. If not, we'll definitely take down your name and, and send one out to you. This is just our first run of hats, so look at these as limited edition. Yeah. Uh, Star Wars Celebration 2019 exclusive. First edition hats. Exactly. No, you you, should, you definitely should feel special. Uh, but if you guys find us, come up and say something. We tried to get shirts done. Apparently our logo is too fucking intense in terms of colors <laughs> and shit to get anything done for a reasonable price. So we'll work on that for the next event we get out to because we, we were hoping to have some shirts so you could see our dumb animated faces on our backs. Didn't happen. We'll have the hats, hopefully. If not, look for us. I'm short, have a really big beard. I have a Nick's I, I'm not as short, but a, a closer cropped beard. Yeah, so. yeah, he he takes care of himself. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> if you see some guy that looks all high, strung, anxious, and a ball of stress, that's me. If you see some guy that's just kind of lost and, and moseying right. about the, the yeah, show just floor, just kind of looking up like someone help me. <laughs> yeah, that that'll be Nick. All right. Yep. Or we'll just talk the entire time, and maybe you'll recognize our voices. Yeah, that's a that's a very. But we do. We we want to see some of you. I mean, if if you're listening, you're hearing this. Look for us at Haywood Pop. That's me. I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna try to meet up with some of the other toy photographers I've gotten to know over the years. So uh, maybe we'll meet that way. But look for the Star Wars Time Show gang, people. We'll be there. We'll be doing our thing. If you can't, if you're not at the show, make sure you're subscribed because we're gonna be putting out content each day. Starting Friday, Saturday, probably even Sunday, and then we'll kind of put the show to bed uh, the following Tuesday with another cast like this. All right, man. Next time, I will see you in the flesh. Yes, sir. No more, no more force ghost communication between you and I. We can stop our Ray and Kylo meetups through the force. It's time to reunite the Star Wars time gang in person. It's a beautiful day. Fantastic. All right, my friends, may the force be with you. 
Oh. <laughs>